Welcome to the Plus Podcast with Midwest Direct, a marketing and communications company focused on helping marketers deliver engaging messages and interpret the results. We deliver over 2 million messages every day that land in mailboxes, inboxes, and show up in online advertising. When the campaign is over, we help all marketers understand their results and plan for future campaigns. We recorded these podcasts to support our clients in all the avenues of marketing they have to execute. Subscribe to our series now and learn how we can help you to achieve your marketing goals with strategic marketing planning, data management, mailing, email marketing, and online advertising. To get started, contact us at 1-800-686-6666 or go to mw-direct.com and fill out the contact form. Uh, this is Michelle Toivonen. I'm Director of Strategic Marketing, and I'm here today with Gary Seitz, VP of Data for C-Track, a division of Midwest Direct. And Gary, we're here to pick your brain today. Okay. Um, we're going to talk to you a little bit about what you do for clients for data management, data services, and then we want you to do a deep dive in the analysis and reporting side. Sound good? Great. Yes. Good. Let's okay. get started. Yeah. So why don't you start just by telling us a little bit about you and how you came to be with Midwest Direct and C-Track. Well, um, started with C-Track 40-some years ago <laughs> and have a great team of people. And uh, we operated out of Strongsville. Okay. And the company grew into beyond data management. also was doing some digital work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I happened to be having breakfast with Sean Gebby, our president of Midwest one day and, okay. and he called me back that afternoon and said, I think we'd be a perfect fit. Yeah. There's synergy yeah. between the letter shop and mailing services and the need for data management. Right. Uh, so we structured a deal that uh, they acquired then our staff of 17 people Okay. and uh, joined Midwest January of 2016 Okay. and have been successful working with them ever since. Great. So it sounds like the data and analytics piece, I mean, I know just in the general marketplace, that piece has really taken off. So why don't you just talk to us a little bit about how does, when a client comes to you and says, hey, we need some help, um, usually they'll start with their data hygiene or data cleansing, or they're looking for data cleansing services. Just kind of walk me through, what do you do for clients that need you know, CRM data management or well, data. It, it sort of depends on the application. We we have, uh, and, and we could break it into four different areas. We have certain clients who simply want their data clean prior to a mailing. Okay. That's it. All right. Um, whether it's with Midwest or with some other firms, uh, they may be operating with a, a local letter shop or printer that's using the traditional popular desktop software package. Um, and we're using a much more, a vibrant enterprise package that does more to clean the data. Okay. Uh, so they get better results, better delivery mm. of their mail piece. Uh, so it's simply process and then return the, the data back to them. Okay. Uh, there's the second group of people that want us to scrub their data, do the hygiene 
quarterly, semi-annually, or annually where the data will come in and we'll do our thing mm-hmm. to clean the data. Uh, and again, it's because it's an enterprise package, it does a much better job than traditional PC desktop packages okay. uh, in cleaning the data and applying NCOA new address information. Okay. Uh, then there's the third group that they really have bad data. Okay. Uh, within their firm, they've got multiple silos of data from marketing, uh, the sales group, the sales team, and they need to put it together. And uh, there's no business rules surrounding how they put the data into the system. Mm-hmm. And they need it formatted and uh, put in a, a way that can, they can better understand how to do that. And we can even help them do that. Okay. And that's really, then the fourth area is customers that actually house their data here with us okay. uh, at c Midwest, uh, where we're managing their database. And then we either update it daily or weekly or monthly, depending upon when they provide us with updates and sales data feeds. Okay, great. So we'll dive into that one really deeply in a little bit. I get a million questions on that one. So just to back up for a second around data hygiene, data cleansing. So, you know, at the first level, people are really looking for just a little bit of list management or maybe even list acquisition. Can you talk about, I know that you have experts on staff that can do a little more for them if they're trying to buy a list than what they typically get when they go online and just shop for a list? So that, that's that's actually uh, part of the way that we can do uh, support them on, on an analytic side that mm-hmm. we can either cleanse the data first mm-hmm. and then we'll append a dozen or so different demographic uh, data pieces and then determine what the best lookalike type customer is. Okay. And then we can provide what are called uh, premium lookalikes and preferred lookalikes. Okay. Those that have eight of the 10 same demographic characteristics of that customer. And then we score every household within the geographic footprint of that customer. Wow. Uh, and provide them with a list of those that have the, the best eight out of 10 or six out of 10, depending upon how deep they want to go in marketing in that specific area. The other option is, is that we can actually add demographic Characteristics. Oh, I was going to go there. Okay. So like what kind of demographics can I get? That- well, the most popular ones are age, income, presence of children, home value. Uh, but there's actually about a thousand different variables that can be appended to a database, wow. um, including email if you, if you need it. But there's there's not a very high match rate yeah. on emails. Yeah. Uh, but other types of demographics to understand who your customers are. And then the customer can populate their own database and use that data to understand it. Or we can do some analytics to say these are the best types of demographics that fit. Um, What's interesting is if you get into a company that's got multiple locations, Mm -hmm. uh, we can take the demographic data and say that your customer in Chicago is a lot different than your customer in Cleveland or Columbus. And in fact, in Chicago, uh, we have a client who's got five or six locations and the demographics surrounding the age and the income and even the gender of the customer is different at each one of the five locations. Wow. So I guess what I'm hearing you say is that when the list, when they bring a list to you, um, what they perceive they want for demographics, once you take a really good look at it, might not be the same as what they actually need. Or what they think they need. Yes. What they think their customer looks like. Okay. Um, So, and and we can do that or 
uh, we can turn it around and say, okay, let us take a little deeper dive into it if you want to invest a little bit more. Uh, in fact, we just completed a project with a customer where we did that. Um, we selected both the preferred and the premium customers. Uh, commenced with the campaign. They got a little over 2% response rate mm -hmm. on, on prospecting, which is really good for, yeah. for uh, coldless prospecting. Right. Uh, but then they wanted to dive in by location and understand who the customer was at each one of the four locations that they chose to test this with. Okay. Uh, so we appended the demographics afterwards and found out, same thing, they had a location in Chicago that was a higher income, lower age group with children in the home, as opposed to the locations that they selected in Cleveland. Uh, they were a little older, a uh, lot lower income, and in fact, were more apartment dwellers than they were single oh, home livers. So okay. decided now that how they market to customers in those two market areas is going to be entirely different. Okay. So I guess we've covered a little bit about the data cleansing services you do. Um, just give me a basic understanding of about how big a list or, you know, who's a good person that would be a candidate to pick up the phone and call you and say, Good question. Um, it, it, it actually varies. I mean, we've done work with nonprofits and companies that have had as few as 500 customers to uh, financial institutions that have 15 million records. Okay. And we scrub those times a year. Okay. Uh, so it really doesn't matter. The The size of the list doesn't matter. Okay. It depends on what they're trying to accomplish mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how we're going to manage the data. If mm -hmm. they're simply doing direct mail or they want to do some more acquisition marketing uh, that we have to get involved on the list side. Okay. Did you know direct mail is consistently ranked by consumers as most trusted and most memorable? It's true. Direct mail has long been a trusted channel for marketing and communications. With the increasing popularity of integrated campaigns, direct mail is making a strong comeback. Marketers realize that mail, now achieving as much as a 5% response rate, has some of the most efficient results and the best ROI. Direct Marketing News reports 79% of consumers respond to direct mail immediately. Coordinating your direct mail campaigns across multiple channels, including email or online advertising, may result in lift rates as high as 45%. Use our online dashboard and in-depth tracking systems to know exactly when your project has entered into the mail stream so you can efficiently manage support services and sales efforts. Well, Gary, tell me a little bit about um, what happens if I want to call in and purchase a list through C-Track. Um, what What's different about purchasing from you versus just going to an online list company and making a purchase? Um, the difference is Jean. Uh, Jean De Palma is our list specialist, and she's been with us uh, about 15 years. And she really draws into what our customer is trying to accomplish. Um, traditionally, a company will call and say, we want to buy a, a list of um households in a certain geographic area and we think that the best age target age is 40 to 50 years old 
And she'll want to dwell in a little deeper on that in terms of what are you trying to accomplish? Is, is this a nonprofit that's looking for people that have prior donor history? Um, is it a certain product that they're trying to sell where maybe the age of the children in the household might make a difference, the income, the home value? Uh, do they have certain interests? Again, Jean has over a thousand different variables that she can use in, in order to better target a list for a customer. And it doesn't have to be simply a list uh, limited to consumers. Um, she has the same thing available on the business side. Um, where a customer, be, example, called and they were looking for hairstylists in Ohio, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, one of her easy selects, but there's a difference between licensed stylists and non-licensed stylists. Right. And, and they were, in fact, looking for licensed stylists, but that didn't come out in the original conversation. Uh, so she can hone in a little bit better on the type of business. It's a little more difficult to choose specific titles above sea level mm-hmm. um, because simply they're unavailable. People change jobs and the formats of titles like human resource or manager of human resources or mm-hmm. human resource director. Um, so we tend to avoid the the title selects on the business side unless they are sea level. Okay. Um, or we can also title slug based upon once we've determined the best type of business to target. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe you could talk a little bit more about um, the online dashboard that's available for list purchasing also. So we, we also, to make it easy for some customers, uh, they can access through our website uh, the different types of lists that we offer. And it doesn't display all 1,000 variables because uh, there wouldn't be enough room on a website right. to do that. So it lists the top 20 or 30 variables that are available for consumers. Um, we also make our saturation list available. And a saturation list is a, a, a local retail operation, say a pizza shop or dry cleaners or whatever, and they only want to target certain areas within a zip code that they can select all of the households or select the households but not select the apartment buildings and businesses in that area. Uh, and then we also have our business-to-business business list that's also available. So it allows them to go in and they can play around with their counts and adjust their demographics and ad- adjust their uh, geographics uh, to get the best count if they feel that it would be too much to ask Gene to constantly revise their list. They can simply do it themselves and then either pay for and download the list directly from our website or Call Gene and talk it over and say, is this really the best list for me? Do you yeah. have any other suggestions beyond what we've already put in? Yeah, that would give so. me a lot more confidence if I could, yeah. you know, buy a list, but know that I've talked to an expert too to see if there's anything else to I give can me the do best to advice. enhance it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how do, how do they get to that list? Like how, how would oh, you Oh, they go right it? to our website okay. and uh, underneath there's a, uh, various options, but one of them is uh, go through the list options. And then once you go into that, you register. Uh, put in your credit card and uh, Gino gets you approved. And then you can go through and choose the type of list that you want. Enter your variables, run your counts, and then decide, download direct and start using the list or contact Gene. All the lists that we have are, there's two options. You can use them for one-time use. Uh, they do come with telephone numbers. Uh, so that's considered one use, whether you mail or call. Or they can do unlimited use for a year and they can use the mailing list and the telephone numbers uh, as much as they want for the next 12 months. Uh, The only limitation is that emails are not available on the list that we provide. 
Okay. Uh, we can go out and do that separately, but we normally don't recommend it be, uh, because of the changes in emails and there's, there's not much available to do uh, email marketing right now. We can append an existing list with email addresses, mm-hmm. but the append rate varies from anywhere 10% to 40%. Okay. Um, so it's not really as effective. Um, I like to see direct mail and and uh, telemarketing drive that first. Okay. Well, thank you. Did you know you can increase your response rates by as much as fifty percent when you target current customers with personalized marketing tactics? Contact Midwest Direct today for more information. Okay, Gary, give me, if you would, just so that I have in my mind a real-world application of how your team helped the client manage their data or cleanse their data in a way that actually enhanced their outreach to through mail? Oh, good question. Um, we just completed a project for a printer that had about a quarter million names and they were using the conventional desktop popular uh, PC-based software. And when they were done, they had about 20,000 records that didn't match the post office CAS database. Oh. Uh, and it was really important uh, type of campaign for a financial institution that they had to reach uh, everybody on their database. So they sent the 20,000 rejects over to us. Okay. Uh, and then we use some of our deep dive. In fact, we have a product that is fix or find okay. that will correct addresses where the house number is transposed or the street name is badly misspelled. Mm-hmm. Um, to make those corrections, or if they've moved and they aren't found in a conventional post office NCOA database, there's other proprietary move databases. Uh, so we passed it against those as well. And when we were done with those 20,000 records that they couldn't find, uh, we had encoded just under 90% of those records with, wow. with valid address information. And it was important to the financial institution that they reach out to their customers and, and be able to do that. Uh, the other one is, uh, and this has occurred a couple of times, is where we've been, been contacted by companies that are involved uh, in acquiring another company um, acquisition. And they need to merge the multiple databases together and they need to understand uh, who's a customer of both companies. Oh, boy. Uh, and who is net new coming in from the new acquired company. So we do some data scrubs on those. Uh, and then match up the databases and populate it with the information from the acquiring firm, uh, put their account number, uh, other relevant information on the new database that's coming in so they understand who's a crossover that they already have and who's a new customer that uh, they're going to have to reach out to separately about the acquisition. Wow, that's very valuable business information at that point. Too. Yeah, and it helped them to understand, too, what yeah. the crossover was and, and who was new, and then they could develop a whole campaign behind uh, letting those new companies know in the acquisition exactly what they do. Okay. That sounds great. Well, thank you. Yep. To learn how we can help you achieve your marketing goals with our data, mailing, 
strategic marketing, email marketing, or online advertising, give us a call at 1-800-686-6666. Find us on social media with hashtag the plus podcast or subscribe to this series. We'll see you next week on the plus podcast where the plus means more.